Genre. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 3, one poorly handled minute at a time. <laughs> I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Bethany Huey. And I'm Bethany Whirl. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Bethany's. Woohoo! Yeah. Hello. Today we. Well, thank you. <laughs> today Sorry, we're that was handled about... very poorly. Yeah, we did not do that well. <laughs> today we are. Should have called Drew. Talking about minute forty-three, which begins with MJ putting two and two together, <laughs> and ends with MJ exiting her career. Yeah. Ooh, ouch. Ready for a bummer, everyone? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Tough this minute. is this is the uh, MJ gets laid off. Yeah. Minute. Yeah, in the most she's been dinky donkey's way ever. Yeah, it was it was very it's very poorly handled. Very very poorly handled. That's yeah. to say the least. Uh, so my guess is, um, I'm sure you know who who these actors are, uh, I do. Zach. Yeah. However, uh, before we get there, I want to guess, and maybe you know for a fact because it says so in the IMDb. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I want to guess that the one the kinder guy is uh the director and the taller uh balding man is uh the producer aren't they both spot balding on. yep spot yep. on 100 percent. Yeah. yeah uh because the 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 relationship seems to be more of just like uh let me take care of my actor please let me be nice about this and the producer being like we don't have time for this yeah <laughs> she shouldn't be here yeah, yeah. business yeah yeah where who'd call who didn't call her agent? Yeah, look, we'll tell him you're sick, they but you need to leave. It, you know, exactly. like that's that's sort of the his vibe. Whereas yeah. the director is like, just sit down and we'll have a talk. And it's like the producer, yeah, we is can like, discuss. No, no we quick do not. Solutions. We Let's do not have time. This. this is why this shouldn't have happened this way. Exactly. And and the producer is the one that like says we tried to contact you when very clearly that's not a thing that happened. There because there right. we can hear them quietly say, um, why is she here? So and so is supposed to call her agent. Right. Before she gets there. And then when they talk to her directly, she says, we tried to contact you. We couldn't get a hold of you. Like, he's just trying to move, get, get the situation out of here, get it going. We have to get back to rehearsing. Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's bad. It's, it's I mean, very I mean, it's, bad. It's, it's a thing where, like, they obviously didn't want to have any interaction with her. Yeah, at uh-huh. all, and the fact that like the brutal the, the 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 fact that the director was like, oh, I'm sorry, like we tried to contact you, and the and she's like one review, and the producer's like all of them, honey, <laughs> like just so <laughs> rude, like even the ones you didn't read, they all said you were terrible. <laughs> it's really messed up. Yeah, I it just still is the like it hurts. I, is this a thing that? actually happens in real life where it's like oh you started a show and it's they got bad reviews so you wouldn't work with the actress to make her better you just replace delete her. her and cast somebody else i think it, it can yeah but what about contracts yeah i don't know i don't know the like professional well, theater world as also much as new I know. york theater is probably a little bit it's a little more cutthroat, cutthroat. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do know that they can like replace you like on a TV show, they can replace you like even at the table read, like if they just don't like how it's working, they're like, all right, you're fired. You know, it just happens all the time. They bring somebody else in. I don't know why they think it's 
more efficient to just bring somebody else in than to like work with the actor. But that is a common thing on TV shows at least. Well, I mean, it's the same thing with, uh, with, with writers, right? Um, like, I mean, that's, that's a big thing with screenwriters is like when you get, when you get fired as a writer, it's literally just like, well, they're not, you're not really getting fired. You are, they're just getting another writer to write a different draft. Right. Instead of just like giving you notes and having you do the rewrite, they Mm -hmm. just hire someone new. And I don't know why that is, especially considering, like, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, hiring a writer for a second draft is cheaper than hiring a new writer to do a first draft. I yeah, or it should so. be. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, uh, you know, at least in corporate America, it costs a lot to, you know, fire and hire a new person than right. it is to right. just... And it takes longer. It takes, it takes longer, longer because yeah. they're not as ingratiated into the draft that yeah. already exists. So, yeah. like, this is this is an ongoing issue where uh, producers solve problems with by just firing people and replacing them. <laughs> like that's just a thing that they do. So, oh my gosh, why yeah. didn't they call her agent? That's such a messed up thing. Yeah, that is that's the least believable part of the whole scenario. Like the whole like just firing her, bringing something else. In, I buy fine. all that. The not the notifying not her agent. Also, just in terms of the whole setup of this scene, like. Mm, why are there random like dancers rehearsing? Have they not done the show before? Like why just them, not everybody else in the show rehearsing along with her? Yeah. And also those weird costume girls that are off to the side that are not in the wide shot. Like what? The play itself is makes the no sense. Of yeah. this whole show. Um, <laughs> well, there's no the in this scene because this is the scene that we see at the beginning that Mary Jane is doing the walk down the stairs. Right, right, right. No, it, yeah, but why? In terms of in like, it. okay, so say Mary Jane is just like showing up like it's a normal day are they do they normally have these rehearsals like hours before the actual show and like why if they're casting this new girl why aren't they rehearsing everybody else well, why not why only just these few dancers well there's 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 a two there's a couple of things i would imagine is going on one there's no one else in this scene like the dancers are sitting around because there's no there's no one there like, where are the girls on stage by the piano guy i don't know i, I yeah i don't know I, I assume that they're just waiting around or watching or whatever because it's mm-hmm. not like they're, it's not like a real show they're just Wanting to see what the new girl is going to be like is what I imagine. Uh, just some looking oh. loose, right? But, it looks like they were performing, like practicing a performance. But I also think that they are. Mary Jane is not arriving for rehearsal. She's arriving for the show later. Yeah, and, it just and that's rehearsal like she's showing up too early for the, her call. <laughs> Yeah, it I, seems like a weird call time I mean, she, to be rehearsing this new girl and not <laughs> like yeah. she would she would go to her room first, right? Not to the actual stage. I don't <laughs> know if, if it's a new girl. They probably got a lot of work to do. Yeah, I guess there's, there's like an emergency. It just seems like there's, there's no yeah. reason yeah. for Mary Jane to be showing up this early. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I think it's because she just wants to show up early because she's so excited about her. Oh no! Star gig. Oh no! <laughs> Want to make a good impression? Get there as early. Well, as possible. she probably wanted to go to like feel better. Like, right. like oh, you know, yeah. I'll talk to all of my friends in the show and they'll tell me that they'll I wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and, so and instead, she got fired, and she just shows up to this. Yeah, it is. Is brutal um i kind of um just watching her like you know put two and two together in this scene mm-hmm. so much reminded me of that scene in bring it on when she goes to compton and sees them doing <laughs> oh my gosh it was like the wow. same face and i was just like god i love just her. total I love shock and like my Dust. whole life is a lie yeah. i feel like an idiot mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. oh it's brutal i mean she pulls it off well she basically has like almost no dialogue in this whole scene and it is a scene that like breathes a lot like when we talk about 
a lot of times there's 60 seconds of this movie where just a whole bunch of stuff happens. Yeah. Pretty much yeah. not a whole lot happens in this episode. Right. Right. Um, because it's just, it's just giving her time to process and witness these things and it just breaks your heart. Yeah. yeah. Just sitting there like, oh. What are, you, what are your guys' overall thoughts on, uh, on Dunst as Mary Jane? Well, I mean, okay, half of me is like, oh my gosh, she's Mary Jane just because obviously grew up with her being Mary Jane. But just getting to know the character more just from dating Zach and <laughs> and obviously listening to your guys' analysis of just the stories and characters and how they are. Like, I, I don't know. Okay. It's not for, probably not my ideal choice anymore. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. For me, I mean... Obviously, she's a departure from the typical Mary Jane you see in the comics, Mm -hmm. but I don't see that really as a bad thing. Um, You know, like uh, some of her her life choices in these movies are kind of questionable to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I just I do really I just love Kirsten Dunst as an actress. Right. And I think I do think she really knocks the role out of the park with what they've done with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, I I mean I really love her like this. Yeah. I think yeah, like I think she she pulls it off and she she has a like a certain level of like grace and poise that I feel like a lot of actresses don't. Mm-hmm. And especially for like Mary Jane's character. I think in terms of Mary Jane being who she was in high school versus who she is now trying mm-hmm. to be an actress in New York. I think that's kind of a lot to be able to pull off and Kirsten Dunst in my mind is like this artistic indie actress even though bring it on is one of my favorite movies ever but like she <laughs> she has an artistic movie she, yeah. there's a certain level about her where i'm just like i don't know if i would i would like associate her with her as a like a, a struggling actress <laughs> like there's no way she's struggling so when but, you say but first you choice see... you mean like if you were the producer at the time yeah. you would have thought of her as your first choice i don't know i yeah. don't think so i like casting her yeah, yeah. i mean i can't think of anybody now that I would I would cast at that time period for mm-hmm. this movie mm-hmm. but I do I don't know I like her but I'm not 100% <laughs> sold on there's, her there's there's room for new takes on it there's room yeah. for yeah yeah I, think- I I just always love um here's another thing I love when actors do when when they play roles of struggling actors because mm-hmm. no matter who it is I know that there's truth to what there is in their performance because at one point they were always that person who yeah, went yeah. through rejection and and I like seeing that come out on a you know mm-hmm. successful actor's performance yeah I think yeah. it's fascinating yeah that's a really really good point I like that I think it's interesting and and it's it's nothing that I've really thought about until now, until watching the scene, and especially with what happens in tomorrow's minute. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Sam Raimi thinks that it's funny that Mary Jane sucks? Like, do mm. you think that that's like a joke to him? Like, he's just like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if like she's pretty and she fails upwards, but like really she sucks at this? I can see that. Hmm. Because like there's never a point where she's good. Yeah, if, in any of the movies, that's weird, right? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. If I could make a parallel to this, this actually just made me think of um, Angel. Okay. Uh, the show spinoff show from Buffy the Vampire Slayer that Zach, I'm sure, has talked about on some podcasts some at some point. Not as often as Buffy. <laughs> Not as often as Buffy, but Angel is is up there in terms of our shows we like to watch. But obviously, there is a character Cordelia, uh, who is kind of like the resident pretty. 
I'd say, in mm-hmm. the high school on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And then she moves out to L.A. to become an actress. And, like, she, especially the way they play her, she's legitimately a terrible, terrible actress. Yeah. Like, really, really just doesn't have it. And she thinks that she does just because she's a pretty person. But I, like, with Kirsten Dunst and Mary Jane, she... There is an element about her that still screams to me like, no, you got it. You know what you're doing. But it's just that the it's written that the rest of the audience and people, everybody else's reaction is mm-hmm. mm, not there yet. What's, mm-hmm. We have this residual feeling from the first film with like how much like Toby's version of Peter Parker believes in her. Yeah. He's like, I, yeah. no, I really think you could do it. Like, I, And that's the first time somebody has believed in her that way. And right. that yeah. like, actually gets her to pursue her dream it almost seems like we're missing a beat there where like it does work out for her properly. Right. Um, and she's di- obviously she like stumbles into things where like, she's got that like weird ad campaign that did well for her and she right. uh, ended up in this show, but then, then she gets fired from the show. We don't really ever have, maybe they were saving it for the fourth one. Yeah. A moment where like all of it comes together for Mary. Where Jane. she's actually successful at yeah. doing right. what she should be doing. Like Cordelia not being great at acting on Angel is just played as like, well, that's, that's supposed to be the goofy joke yeah, is that she's fun. this very pretty girl who like most pretty girls do make it in Los Angeles well, and it's because also, they're pretty. Yeah. It, it, it's also uh, them humbling that character, right? Right. Like she needed yeah. to become. Right. Yeah. She yeah. needed to be less than. But like right. Mary Jane doesn't need humbling. No, she, she doesn't. She needs like support. She, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She already comes from such like a deep, dark background. Like she does. She comes from like growing up with in a like a Abusive. broken home. Yeah. And like I think that you want things to go well for her mm-hmm. because you you want her to be a more well-rounded character, not just this, oh, that's Peter Parker. Like, that's the girl Peter Parker's in love with because she's beautiful. It's like, oh, he's in love with her because, like, she's trying her best and she's trying to, like, succeed and, and pursue her passions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she's it's like, that's passionate. supposed to be, yeah, a very likable character trait. But I again, like, because this, these are Spider-Man-centric films and more about Peter's growth than mm-hmm. the other ones. I feel like the, the, the whole plot line of like, oh, she got fired from her show. How sad, how terrible. I don't know. It gets taken away from. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because, we'll see how it plays out tomorrow. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, the thing that I, I have issues with, and, and this is something that I brought up, I think the beginning of this season is just like, did a she was in a play last year yeah last last uh, episode or last, last episode. season last season last yeah. movie last movie there yeah. it is yeah uh, <laughs> uh, but and now she's in another one and but it's like a it's a singing it's a musical and like, yeah she's never expressed any interest in never singing been established as a musical performer why why would you just want to do the same thing again like that's what I would ask Sam it's just like why wouldn't you have her become a film actor or a TV actor yeah. like in this one? Like, wouldn't you want to do something different this time? Like, yeah, why, change the yeah yeah. Like, why why are you just shooting the same stuff again? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because yeah. it's easier to see that she sucks singing. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It is. It is weird. Um. To to make sure that we can see that she sucks singing, the contrast we have is uh, this. I mean, I don't know if I would call her an actress. She's a singer. Uh, that we have playing the replacement. Right. And uh, this is Jesse Collins. And I mean, this is her only acting credit. Oh. Uh, like straight up. On so she's a stage film. person then. She's yeah, a she's stage a stage performer. person. And mostly 
her main thing she does is she's a professional backup singer for like uh, pop artists and things oh. like that. Yeah. So she's a, you know a like just journeyman musical person who is like on all sorts of tracks as a backing vocalist. They needed someone who could actually sing yeah. so to make Mary Jane look worse. Exactly. So she right. has uh, she's been a backup singer for like Stevie Wonder, Bruce Springsteen, Celine Dion, Aretha Franklin. Wow. Since 2012, she's been working mostly with Kelly Clarkson. Like that, she's like her go-to person. Oh. Kelly Clarkson. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Right before this movie, the biggest thing she had done was she had background vocals on uh, Natasha Bedingfield's album, the Ooh. unwritten single. Oh, and all that. Yeah, that was everywhere in like 2005. Well done. Yeah. So that's no idea who that is. <gasps> uh, Didn't you ever watch The Hills? Yeah, no. The Hills. Nope. <laughs> Never mind. There was a song. We'll play it after also, this. Also, <laughs> or also, it'll be the uh, outro. Crazy, crazy, stupid. Crazy Stupid Love? Is that what it is? The Emma Stone movie? Yeah. 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 The Pocket Full of Sunshine song. That's oh, Natasha yeah. No, you're thinking of Easy A. Wait, no? When does she have the thing that goes, I got a pocket, I got a pocket No, no, yeah, I am thinking of Easy A. You're right, you're right, you're right. Just right? kidding. Oh, that song. Easy A. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's Emma Stone Stone joint. Thank you. Yeah. Switched to my Emma Stone movies. Yeah. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Can I just okay. say, too, like, regarding Kirsten Dunst, like, I think I like her so much in the Raimi movies like in the second and third one, like I don't really mm. feel her as like high school Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Like Although if you think I did about love her hair best in that one. <laughs> true. I mean, if you think about like in the comics, like Spider-Man loves Mary Jane, that's not Kirsten Dunst at all. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, she's like quiet and artsy. So I like seeing her trying to make it as an actress is more Kirsten Dunst's element. Um, and that's why I think Maybe it's just a personal taste thing, but mm-hmm. I think that's why I like her so much yeah. as MJ mm-hmm. in these movies. I wonder if the the fact that the most successful thing this Mary Jane has done in these movies is be a model is a reference to the fact that Mary Jane is a model, not an actress. Maybe. Mm-hmm. The yeah, the probably. Comic. That like her her dream isn't the thing that she's actually successful at. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, there's 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 interesting crunchy stuff there. It's just not really uh, delved that deeply into in no. the films. Yeah. And I feel should like have maybe in, in the fourth one. She should have been in like commercials <laughs> maybe or in something. The fourth movie, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like had it. She would have been a great commercial actress. She could have done Mary Jane. Could have been like she could have been on America's Next Top Model. She's not tall Too short. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, <laughs> no. She's she could have been. Uh, she could have been like uh, you know like an insurance spokesperson right yeah, yeah. something uh, one of those characters she could have been a, she could have been a yeah. pharmaceutical girl yeah yeah, yeah. exactly that's the yeah. deal there's, there's other there's other things to do rather than just hitting the play beat a second yeah. time yeah mm-hmm. yeah so who's the director and producer guys okay so the director uh, is tim maculan or mcculan i don't really know how to pronounce his last name m-a-c-u-l-a-n um He's maybe most recognizable that he had a recurring role as Father Jack in all five seasons of Six Feet Under. Oh. Priest guy. Yeah. Uh, oh my him? gosh, I can't believe I didn't recognize him. Yeah, that's what it is. I cannot believe I didn't recognize that. He also had a recurring role on Sybil as the uh, the waiter, the acerbic riotous waiter. I guess he's in it a lot. I don't no. know. Um, he got nominated for a Glad Media Award for that. Um, but yeah, he's just one of those like theater actors who studied drama, did theater in New York, and then moved out to LA for film and television. Um, lots of guest stars on like Married with Children, Dexter. I don't know. Uh, so the or on Friends, he was a food critic in an episode where like Monica gets a bad. Oh, food I review. remember that. Yeah. yeah so that's that. him. That's that's the one you key in on. I do. I yeah. gotta remember that one. We got there. Yeah. Yay, and and Mark Van, uh, who plays the plays the producer, yeah. uh, the, the 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 more of a jerk in the mean scene, guy. the mean guy. 
nice that you brought up that Cordelia connection because on Angel, he plays Dr. Sparrow, the guy at Wolfram and Hart who implants Gunn with the knowledge of all like human and demon law stuff. Oh. Toward the latter seasons. Yeah, I it's in the, the last season of Angel. It's weird, the, it's weird that when, I recognized him and not the other guy. When he yeah. turns him into the Black Panther. Turns, yeah, <laughs> he turns into the Black Panther. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he, and he's the one, one of the like worshippers of Illyria who like conspires with Knox to like resurrect Illyria in the bottom of body of a main character. That's yeah. right. Spoilers for Angel. Um, I want to watch that. Yeah. And if if you didn't watch Angel, Angel and he still seems familiar, it's probably because uh, he had a regular role on CSI, like the original CSI. Oh. He was on that show for 15 years. Dang. As the... Um, uh, Conrad Eckley, he's the, the, the like bureaucrat that's in charge of the crime lab. Oh, okay. You know? Can you imagine being a regular on a show like that for 15 years and then all you get is this bit in a weird Spider-Man movie? Well, I think he, he doesn't need to work again, obviously. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Maybe yeah. he, was just he can do nothing the rest of his life and he'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He must have been doing this simultaneously with that last season of Angel. I think so, yeah. The only fun fact I, I dug up about him was that um, he got into acting... He was like getting an MBA, like a business degree or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was some, he took a mime class randomly and he really liked performing arts. And then he decided wow. to do theater. Cool. And he was taking, yeah. And he was, he was studying that stuff in Boulder, Colorado. And so his first like acting gig ever was at the Boulder Dinner Theater, which is a, a theater I've been to because it's in like the only theater I knew of kind of near my hometown growing oh. up. Wow. So I was like, oh, shout out to Boulder. And that's well, it. Well, there you go. Hey, those are all, those are all my notes. story for people. Getting into acting. Well, and it's theater, you know, theater adjacent. It's a scene in the theater. I don't know. Um, This is a depressing minute, guys. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Very poorly handled. Very Very poorly poorly handled. All right. All right. Well, I think that about wraps up this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, get out of this uh, depression and get bummed out again uh, tomorrow. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> yep. um, new but level. <laughs> new level of bummed out. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, go check out the other podcasts at duelinggenre.com as well as the other Movies by Minute podcasts at moviesbyminutes.com. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot of them. There's Do like you have a, a favorite movie? Yeah, there's, there's probably, probably a minute podcast about it. Almost definitely. <laughs> Almost definitely. There's literally, I think there, there's well over a hundred at this point. So it's a culture. It, it is a culture. Yeah. There, to the point where there's a convention every year uh, just for... Uh, He's by minute. Yeah, yeah it's Amazing. crazy. Um, so anyway, so go check out all of that stuff uh, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 44. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.